Welcome to Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Wald, and this is another weekly podcast brought to you by Plantation SDA Church. We are uh, season four, episode 28. We're moving on up. And I sadly want to say again, my favorite co-host, Dawn, is not with us this time. So we want to keep her in our prayers. She is doing her thing over out west, and we want to keep her and our family in our prayers. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, please contact us via WhatsApp at 954-388-8780. And we always ask if you could subscribe to our channel, deeperdive.plantationsda.tv. And guess who is back? This lady does not want to leave Plantation. No, I don't. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed no, I that. don't. Yeah. You- <laughs> You, you are, we're going to have to see if we can get a twin sister or somebody. <laughs> we, clone me. Can, yeah, clone them. Clone them for doing that. And it's always a pleasure. Now, I know her person is PJ, a.k.a. Storyteller. And, of course, you know, we know her, at most people at the church, as Pastor Jen. But she has a notable position, which is called the Women's Ministry uh, Director of the South Florida Conference. Yay! And we're going to give yeah. her... We're going to give her what she gives us. Aloha. Wow. That's the first time I'm going to say it back. Aloha. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I got it. I got it. That's good. It's always good to see you. We know that you're in transition. Yes. So we know that much. We're always in transition. And, you know, you're going to get there when you get there because God's going to have his grace and his hands in all of this. Yes. Thank you for that. So once again, thank you for taking the time out because you know you are a regular. You know we had someone, but they, he moved out west himself, and he was the regular. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Yes, yes. You know who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, you came. You came a distant second behind him. <laughs> <laughs> but we wish that he's okay. I understand he's doing well, and his family being blessed is always out west. Yes. So, yes. All right, as we always do before we get started, let's do a prayer and we'll be on their way. All right. Father Father God, thank you. We thank you. That's all we can do right now is say thank you because you have protected us, Lord. You have shown us your mercy and your grace. Thank you. We're not deserving of it, but you love us so much still. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for the components. Thank you for the people that place in here. Thank you for this sermon being said so this can go out to somebody anywhere. We always do this because it's for you and your glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. All right, let's get to it. Jesus, right, take the just, wheel. Yes, sir. All right, so now here we are. It's John chapter 2. John chapter 2. And, uh, right, and here we got a wedding in Canaan, uh, in Galilee. And Jesus, Mary, and the disciples were invited. Mm-hmm. And what happens next? <laughs> they were invited, and horrors upon horrors, the wine ran out. Mm, wine you know what they call out. that, right? You know what they call, call that, right? What, what, what do you call it? What do you call they it? They call it a social faux pas. Yay! That's yeah. <laughs> that's what they call that. It's like you say exactly. about the, the, the rice. When you say about the rice, when the rice yes. is gone, <laughs> when the rice is gone, the chicken don't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be Caribbean. 
You know, okay, it doesn't have to be oh, you're so right. That's right. <laughs> so, no, yeah, it's so true. Too, like, like, yeah. Filipino mm-hmm. artists, if that's the first thing they look for, right? Yeah. That's like the head of the line, like rice, and then you have your noodles, and then all your meat dishes, and etc. So, when there's no more rice, everyone's kind of like, what I love about that is that plantation where we have those. You have enough of that. We always seem to have enough of that. So, yes, <laughs> that's that is good. right. So, now, uh, what we have here is basically Jesus is taking his role. Yes. Just proceed or from there. He's being asked to step into his role to him possibly earlier than expected. Uh-huh. Hmm. He's so, being asked to, to, to take over, to, to start his public ministry by none other than his mother. Oh, most definitely. Now, we know that there's respect to his mother and everything, but there's a part that, you know, that you had to, to emphasize on. And it's the part of where it says woman and knowing that this is his mother. Mm-hmm. Most people get that confused. Why? Right. Um, well, well, woman, you know, when you address someone as woman, especially in the American culture, and I, I suppose other cultures, too, when mm-hmm. you say woman, it sounds like a term of disrespect. It does. Right? You, you have to say aunt or 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 honey to your spouse or um but when you say woman it's, it's it's almost as if it's she's a non-entity kind yeah. of um but in in biblical times and and you know that there are several times where um maybe one or two more times where jesus addresses his mother and someone else i believe is woman but don't, don't um don't quote me on it but um at the same time it when I went to research that, like, was it a term of disrespect? It mm-hmm. wasn't. It, it was a term used with great respect back back in biblical times. However, in this, you know, you once you say once he said it, and you can feel I feel it when he says, um, "Woman, what does your concern have to do with me?" That sounds very. Um, not only disrespectful, but very distancing. Yeah, but, it does. But, mm-hmm. And you already, already attention, right? You know, mm-hmm. what, basically, so why are we dealing with this matter? <laughs> you know, why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I, I came to, Why are you, you know, asking me? <laughs> why are you telling me this, right? <laughs> yeah. But in the Greek, so what people don't understand is, you know, in, in the Greek, it, it, it's really we're here for a social occasion and, and what does this matter have to do to me? But in this address, um, it shows that, that he is actually, he is distancing himself from her in a very polite way in his response. It wasn't a rebuke or anything, but from this point on in, in his response, you know, what to you, to me, that, that yeah. that's what it is in the Greek. And he's saying now that, whatever now because she's asking him in public yeah now to begin this public ministry and he knows he already knows that if he's going to do this and this is going to be a start then whatever she asks of him now will not be as a favor for a mother to a son but this is she's now addressing him and asking him for help as her Messiah. And when I read mm. that, I, you know, you can't just take it for one research 
um, for, from one book. You have to take it from several commentaries. And I thought that is a powerful, that's a powerful, a powerful statement. You know, now you ask me as your Messiah. It just seemed like he just so wonderfully graciously took that, you know, from his father. Yes. He came down to, and then his mother, once again, immediately understood it. It's like mm-hmm. she just understood. Okay, I got it. I got it. You know, and everything. I did my part. Now mm-hmm. <laughs> you're doing yours. You know. So let's go in. What's so What's so funny about it is that the master of the banquet uh, was supposed to be. You know, they ran out, and now it's a little bit of chaos going on. But you know, Jesus is just calmly telling them, "Hey, go get these jars and everything." But he's thinking, you serve someone these things of water. He's wondering what's going to happen after that. You know, like, what? This is water. What's going on? But it's the part I like about it is the servants. When Mary told the servants to do as, as he asked. Mm-hmm. In the part, not do to, whatever not to say, he tells you. Yeah, not to fill it halfway, but fill it to the brim of mm-hmm. what they did. But the master said, right. the baker seemed to be freaking out. Like, you know, you can't serve something like this and nothing's coming out and you're going to serve him water. You know, exactly. there, there's, there's going to be an issue there, but it's exactly. the fact that it's the fact that what the servants did in obedience—that's what stood out to me. Yes. They did that in obedience, seeing the 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 miracle of Jesus. They had no much. question. They had, they had no, no question. question. To it. They, yeah, they only had they only had Mary's command of do whatever he tells you to do. Mm-hmm. And so he he could have I, I can't think of any other scenario and what else he would do apart from this but um mm-hmm. but it was it was the fact of simple obedience Pretty you know they they they're not going to know well why is he why is he making us fill these six stone water jars with, with, with water. We're, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be making wine here. Let's go crush some grapes <laughs> yeah, or something like that, here? right? No wine well, what's going, what's going on? on? <laughs> but but just that, you know, just just knowing that he could have done it like you know he could have snapped his fingers and and, and all those water jars would have been full of course he could have the of brim, course right? he could. but, but he wanted he he wanted the servants um to be in on the miracle and be in on the blessing and that's something and they yeah. saw it and, and they, they saw it. it they saw it firsthand you know and mm-hmm. like wow and guess what it ended up being the best wine yes ever. <laughs> the best wine ever the best wine ever and of course you know there was a story goes on that after this he, he went on to what Jerusalem went to the temple mm-hmm. and, to the and temple, of right. course yeah decided to see what's going on in his father's house and decided to clean house from there you know that's right but and he was letting him know because they was questioning his authority they questioned that's his right. authority after that like hey you know who are you and where did you come with this all this authority and then he talked about his uh tear down his temple and it'll be rebuilt in three days and of course they're sitting there going wait a minute this place took 46 years uh-huh that's What's right up with that you know, you know like, that's hey. a lot of symbolism too right when, yeah. when he tells him my temple is going to be rebuilt in three mm-hmm. days that's a lot of sy- re- symbolism Mm-hmm. Um, pointing forward to the future where he will rise up again. Of course. And what gets me days. is what gets me is throughout all this, the disciples believed. The disciples yes. believed. They saw this, you know, and they believed. And this is it's a wonderful story. It is actually a wonderful story for doing that. I want to thank you for that. So back, 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 just back it all the way up. What's the comparison that you had with this title? 
Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> oh, the comparison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the comparison was, you know, what 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 happened to me um two Sabbath evenings ago, you know, when we had been invited I'd been invited to to do um to be one of the speakers at this event and it was depicting the wedding in Cana um, in mm. Orlando. And mm. it, was, it was a church, it was just a church event, right? But I've never seen something like this where um, basically, the, yeah, there was a bride and groom, but but the, the whole night was based on miracles, you know, and, and the things that God can do. And it was just wonderful to be a part of and to see and see an actual bride and groom in, in, um, the garb, you know, the somewhat biblical garb. I guess they tried they tried as hard as possible to get close to it. And, mm-hmm. and it, was, it was a good night. But coming home now, so so the ironic thing is the fact that I had just preached on miracles and I was about to be it's a part of one. a miracle, yes. you know? Yeah, what they call it, it was, so it, it, the title is, I like to call it, The Hydroplane Story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, it was hard it's hard for me to come up with catchy sermon titles, you know, that don't mm-hmm. that, that that don't give away the whole thing before you're even about to speak and et cetera. But that's really the only thing that I could 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 think of because that's the that's the thought that was running through my mind. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, this I mean, and, and so funny when you're talking about the story and how you got into it and what happened. And then, you know, here's, here's your husband. Just, you know, I see the similarities that your husband and I have. You know, we have a comparison that I, I don't, really don't have to be mentioned. I've just seen it. We have a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. And to him to make that comment about he didn't want to be the weakest link. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's awesome. That's it just, is. that's awesome. I mean, it is. that is awesome. And I can see where he's I, I can see where he's coming from. I know that he looks back and, you know, you all, our listeners have heard it. Our, our church has heard it, has heard, mm-hmm. you know, from the very you remember that New Year's Eve way back in, I don't know, 2019. Mm-hmm. And, and we missed the we missed the we missed the concert at Plantation, et cetera, because he went into um, yeah, he, uh, he went super low on blood sugar and had to be rushed to the hospital. So, yeah, that was that know, was a moment. That was a moment. Yeah, that that was a moment. And beginning from there, you know, but sometimes God, God gives us the experience beforehand. So if I hadn't had the experience, that pretty similar experience with him at Barrion Springs and Andrews before we left, you know, only like mm-hmm. five months prior, I wouldn't have known right. what I was looking at now at New Year's. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just thinking about that and, and this journey, this health journey that he has been on that we thought that that was the worst, but now there are so many other things that have been happening now. And I think it's the frequency. It is yes. the frequency in which he has been in a hospital easily two times mm-hmm. a year since then, right? Maybe three. And and I, you know, I see his countenance, um, Joe. I, I see that when he's sick and, you, you know, he's stubborn, like he'll fight it. Like, no, 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 no urgent care. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I know what to do, blah, blah, blah. But then when, when everything he does can't be done anymore and he yeah. has to go that route, there is this countenance about him that gets slightly, I guess the best word would be, depressed that he felt as if he's disappointing um mm. 
disappointing me in in the ministry that God calls us to do. And I know, I mean, yes, it's diabetes. Yes, it's kidney things. And I, I know that the enemy uses all of these things to derail, yeah, right? Yeah. To derail us from, from whatever God is calling us to do. And it could also be just the fact that, you know, our health has led us to this point in our lives. But for him to say that, for him to say that on this um, hospitalization, yeah. La- it meant uh, a lot. It really, I could tell. And that, and, and that back to the 2019, you mm-hmm. you considered to the point where you were like, you know, hey, hey, you're my you're my soulmate. You don't leave me yes. now. Yes. Don't leave me now. I saw. Yeah. I heard what you said. You were like, you were mad. You were like, don't. <laughs> Whoa. No, so that was that was 2018, Joe. When 2018. He, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that was 2018 when when that first happened right before we came to. Plantation okay, okay, okay. My apologies. I thought no, it was no, 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 no. But that was the that was the don't leave me now. But then when it happened again, you know, yeah. when it happens again, you're just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're like, hey, wait, like again, you know, seriously. <laughs> mm-hmm. I but, tell you. But yeah, when you think about, and I, I told him even that day when we got home from the hospital in this round, and he told me that, you know, my heart went out. My heart went out to him because I realized that we should realize as spouses, right? What, what the other is thinking. And he's always so strong. Yeah. But to hear that come from him, that that's how he saw himself, mm-hmm. you know, being the, being the one always sick. And to me, he's still the Superman. So he sees himself as the weakest link to me. He's a Superman because he keeps like, coming back and hitting back harder at, okay, forget this, you know, let's go, we're we're not going to do this again, you know, and to hear that from him, it's like, no, it's it's not about being the weakest link. It's about, it's about the fact that you're still here and and doing ministry with me, that you're fighting back and, and saying, no, God, this is not going to happen. That's what it's about. So yeah, on, on that course, Jesus take the, wheels like jesus take the wheel of my whole of my whole can i can see all these hospital experiences and that yeah. accident and yeah. i can do i can do so many things like you know that we can change the diet we can whatever we change the diet so many different times we can plan we can plan for uh, so that these things will not happen again but then uh, th- then comes the accident when we're not even where we're happy we've just done ministry we are yeah. going home mm-hmm. you know and it comes out of the blue and those things that you can't control, it's really Jesus take the wheel because I can't, you know, as the song goes, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, you can't, you can't. Well, exactly what you're saying. He definitely took the wheel because, you know, when I went to church um, Sabbath and I saw your car and I went, ooh, mm-mm-mm. I just, I just shook my head and I was like, wow. When you went to what you, you cut out for a couple minutes. Uh, a couple I'm sorry. Seconds. Yeah, I was saying when I went to church and I was walking on the side of the church and I saw your van there and I just said, mm, mm, mm. I, I, that's all I said. I was like, mm, mm, mm. I said, this is what you call the been there, done that family. I said, good grief. Seriously. God, God, is, <laughs> God, like, is, God is good, right? I, I, I was telling good, someone. Man who came to ask like how, you know, what I felt. And it really, the, the best, you know, the best illustration 
is a ping pong ball. Our car was like the ping pong ball on yeah. the freeway, just hitting <laughs> back and forth yeah. the guardrails. And it's just a miracle. It's just a miracle imagine. what God did. The stuff that's in the car and what you guys are seeing, and you know, <laughs> and that's the a problem. Like we I'm can't see the car. <laughs> yeah, we can't see anything because it's blackout. There's no. Yeah. You drive that road. There's no lights on it. Many times I've driven it. Yes, you know. I know. I and, know. and it's just like, and and because of direction, you know, I can what I can only see are the guardrails coming up at me because of the lights, but I can't see anything else. So I'm just like, which direction are we pointing? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> And God, right where it's like you guys are just pulled to the side of the road. And, just like, and this cop just happened, you know, come up after you call him. And he sees the, the injury and the, the damage to the vehicle. And it's like, wow. This. Yeah, he's like, you sure you want to report this to your insurance? <laughs> yeah, and like, I'm sitting there because I don't even want to know. Like, I already know it's bad because I felt the hits. But I'm just like, mm, I don't oh. You don't have like, to. Yeah, he's like, we don't you might want to fix this on your own, you know? I'm like, well, that's oh. what I'm saying. Okay, so guess what? Show me what a nearest hardware store is and go from there. Exactly, exactly. No, but right. God is, God yeah. is amazing. He is yeah. amazing. He, he truly yeah. takes that wheel when you just feel out of control. Armando said, Jen, there was one point where we were going perpendicular to the highway where... Yeah. We were just, you know, highways going this way, and our van is just sliding down, you know, perpendicular and to the end. And, and that's something else. And the traffic wasn't even nothing in front of you. Yeah, that's nothing, nothing in, front in front of you. Ain't that something? Nothing in front it, of you. That was amazing. That was in some ways, amazing. it made me feel a little silly. Like, wait a minute, you know, it kind of makes, <laughs> makes you feel like, did mm. I do that accident all on my own? You know, you know what I mean. But yeah, so yeah. like. I'm like, praise God we didn't hit anything, but I'm like, what? We didn't hit anything? Like, what? what? How was mm-hmm. that even, you know, possible? And and then the kids are saying, yeah, there are a couple of cars that came after us, and they kind of paused to look at us, and then they kept on going. I'm like, yeah. our car was that banged up. And no one did come out. You look like we were fine. <laughs> Ain't that something? Well, I, I know this. You guys, you guys are Teflon. You guys are just nothing. It seems like nothing sticks to you guys. And and, and the great God has it because your ministry is far from over. Far, far from over. I mean, because your ministry is going through the youngest mm. up to the up to the eldest. So guess what? That ministry is thriving. And this is this is just another uh, testimony of God's goodness and his grace. Amen. Amen. That. It is. Jen, I, I, I got one more question for you. I want to find out what's what's coming up in the near future for you guys. The near future, the near future, and hope, um, hopefully in two weeks, our com- our house will be completely packed up and we are moving up right. um, officially to Orlando. And mm-hmm. and then right right after that, school starts for the boys. Yeah. And right after that, like a week later, the Southern Union, we have the um, Women's Ministries Convention yeah, with the Southern yeah. Union in which everyone's coming together. So there's that. And and then in October, um, we have a one-day retreat. You know, your your wifey spoke for the one in um, <laughs> yeah. July. So now we're going to have one more to round off because we did Central and North. And now in October, we're doing 
south for okay. a one-day women's okay. retreat. So I'm looking for forward to it. Well, you are one busy lady, and God knows. Good thing if you have a, a family like us. We're here rooting for you as always, being there as much as we can for you. And, of course, you know, I'm always praying for you. So Thank you. Thank you so thank much. You. Well, you know how it goes. We actually lead us out in a word of prayer. Yes, yes, of course. Heavenly Father, words cannot describe my gratitude, Lord, for your protective hand and the miracle that you were able to impart upon my life and my families and, and saving us yet again, Father. And God, we can point fingers in many different directions, but you know, you, we know that at the end of the day, the battle between you and Satan, you've already won this battle, Father. Amen. And Amen. We as your children, we bask in that goodness, Father, in, in great humbleness, Lord, for all that you do. And so, God, I, I know, Lord, that our listeners, um, many, many of us need a miracle. Many are yeah. listening. And for whatever journey that they are happening to go through at this time of their lives. It may be big, it may be small. The miracle needed might be large or tiny. It doesn't matter, Father. A miracle is a miracle as they are waiting from you. And so, Father, as my family and I were able to receive it, Father, I would just love to encourage our listeners that that same miracle is still there. The one where you turn the water into wine, that's not just an old story, Father. It is a reconcurrent story in our lives, Lord, that that happens on an everyday basis, Lord. And it happens when we believe, when we fully put our trust and belief in you, Father. So, Lord, I know that there are, are listeners who need a miracle, God, but just are, are waiting, however long they have been waiting, days, um, months, years, Father, and they're looking for it from you. Father, as you have reminded me over and over with all the miracles you and how you continue to answer our prayers to your glory, not to our glory, Father, but to what you deem Father, is our best. Father, I ask, Lord, and I ask for the remembrance that the miracle of you is still there. Your grace, your sufficiency, your everything is still there. Like in Cana, waiting, Father, for us to come and sip or gulp from you, Father. <laughs> yes, really yes. gulp from you and take from you and as you willingly dole it out, Father, the miracle that you are accepting, which is your grace, which is your salvation, which is your restoration. So Father, remind us all, Lord, that you're still here, that your abundant love for us, your saving grace is still here for us to access as long as we believe, Father. And so we claim it, we believe, and we await. We await how you're going to touch our lives. Thank you, Father. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Pastor Jen, you know I love you. You're always special in my heart. Aww. Blessings to your families. And uh, happy moving. Safely. <laughs> <laughs> is this happy? No, I'm just joking. Yeah, it's like, it is this happy. Is, is this stressful? Yes, it no. is. <laughs> but it's moving. God bless you. I hope you have a great week and we'll be in contact. Yes, we will. We will. You too.